Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Walk On Weekly with your host, Nebraska men's basketball player Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace III. This is Walk On Weekly. All right, welcome into Ticket Weeknights. This is the Walk On Weekly. We got the host, Sam Hoiberg, and Jeff Grace, the third in as usual. Uh, it's been, uh, we got these guys in last week as well. We talked a little bit about the FIBA World Cup, and they did get a win today in the corner final against Italy, so we'll probably talk about that as well. But nonetheless, how's it going, guys? Going great. I had a really fun weekend. Went down to Texas, visit my twin brother at TCU. I uh, got a little early scouting on, on Colorado, so that was good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, feeling good going into the week. Yeah, he's got the full scouting report. And yeah, no, I'm curious. I didn't know you went down. So you went your friend down in Texas? His twin, brother. Twin brother. Oh, bro, twin brother. Yep. Okay, so down in Texas, and then you got a little pre-scouting report at TCU. What was that? Well, yeah, so we he's he goes to TCU, and mm-hmm. they're very locked in on the game. Unfortunately, he didn't go to the game. They couldn't get tickets, but uh, still watched it very intently. How how when the how high was he on the game? Was there could you tell was he looking at Colorado like this is let's not sleep on these guys at all? Well, they're twenty one point favorites. I think they all thought they were going to blow them out. Mm-hmm. Kind of what everybody thought. I mean, yeah, you look at Nebraska fit, the football Twitter. Everyone's saying like posting these videos. They look like two, three players, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know I don't if know. they pulled a fast one or something posting those videos of those their smaller players, but they look they look good. Yeah, they're definitely athletic and fast. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was uh, Travis some. Hunter alone was enough to yeah. They got some dynamic players on that team, so it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm I'm confident in the black shirts, so. though. Yeah. Black shirts play good. You get a chance to uh, watch uh, Nebraska and Minnesota, both of you guys? Yeah, yeah, I did. Sam wasn't here, but uh, yeah, was. watched. Was oh, you were, oh you you were here. We watched it together. <laughs> um, yeah, we watched that game together. The first half, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, there was a lot of hype going into the game. Yeah. At the start, but then like once you got to like halftime, it was like uh, we have that same feeling as we did last year, mm. like halftime like will they come out same way different approach we'll see came out hot came out very hot Ramir so. johnson with that huge return right yeah. off the bat i they said a crazy stat i should have wrote it down but it was like the longest return off kick return for like i think it was four last four years which is just insane just takes Ramir johnson one of those taken back but yeah third quarter looked good it was just the defense uh i'm not i'm not anywhere near ready to like give up on the season i hope no one's there yet i saw a lot of we should have hired dion i'm not even there yet let's just everyone take a deep breath that's game one it's too too early to know really because it's just the first game yeah how can you judge a team off of one game we could see tcu keep dropping games after colorado so again we don't really know how good they were um but uh i'll ask you guys this did you get to watch colorado and tcu so i'm curious what you guys thoughts are on travis hunter if you're able to watch any of it well, people are calling him the Otani of college football, and got to agree with that. I mean, he was unbelievable. I watched that whole thing with TCU fans; they were not happy, especially that one pick he had where he just like went in right in front of the receiver, just like catch the ball, and that yeah, hit. that was that was crazy. Yeah, he completely- just like his anticipation of just going to get the ball. Yeah, he like came crazy. completely off his guy's route. And oh, just jumped sure. it completely, and he saw that was one where I felt bad for the quarterback because he's going to watch that on tape. And it's gonna look open every single time on tape again, too. It did look thought, open for a second. Touchdown, yeah. I thought I thought he had him. I thought I was like, oh, touchdown. But then like just, came, freak, just came out of nowhere. Play. Can't really do much about that one. No, he's gonna be. I mean, I was saying it on Sunday during a lot of the shows, but you remember in the I think it was first quarter, maybe even early in the second. I want to say it was their first shot deep, and we had it right through the hands. 
And if he would have brought that one in, he would have had that touchdown as well. Yeah. He's he's already looking like the Heisman front runner after one game. And again, we'll see what the rest of the season looks like. And then Shadour Sanders is probably the front runner with that stat line week one. Yeah. Over 500 is crazy. Yeah, I think it was 37 for 46 or 36. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, like, it was 80% on just 46 passes, I think. Insanity. And a lot of that, too, was, you know, it's not like he was just playing it safe. He was taking some shots down deep. Uh, and then you, it's just a three-headed dragon, too, because he's got Edwards as well. Mm-hmm. It was just kept causing all sorts of trouble on the edges. Um, I'm just really excited to watch that. I want to ask what you guys think the record is just yet going in the next game but uh nonetheless i'm definitely excited it, i'm looking at it this way you know and the fact that they won at least this is a huge game now you know you're gonna be going down to colorado at least it's an opportunity to kind of prove yourself i want to ask you guys this from an athlete's perspective um so obviously some players you know they have a rough game uh turnovers particular really hurt you know as an athlete you know what's your guys's kind of recipe to just look forward to the next one you know how long are you looking at your errors in the first game before you just got to move on and uh look forward to the next one I'd say after the game, take the night, just relax. Uh, Then next day when you come into it, watch film of like what you did right and then what you did wrong and then compare the two of like what you could have done from there. Mm -hmm. And then also like during practice, like focusing on what what I'm doing wrong and like trying to lock in like it's a game like mentality and just going to have that whole week as like, this is my key. I'm going to do this. Coach telling me to do this. Like, just lock in what you're supposed to do and just call it a day from there. I mean, everything, the results will take care of itself in the end. Like, you can't determine a result. But all you can do is determine how well you're, you play and, like, how well you execute your game plan. So mm-hmm. just lock it in the key details that you which just tell you. That's all you can really do. Yeah, because I always wonder, especially with the game of football, it's like a short season. Mm-hmm. So you like for a guy like Anthony Grant, uh, a guy like Jeff Sims, like that's got to be a quick turnaround. Um, and again, uh, someone from YouTube asked, uh, break down Colorado's defense. Yeah, the defense wasn't good, right? Uh, I don't think there's only two teams, I think, in the, out of all of the FPS that didn't have a tackle for loss, and Colorado was one of them, which is a little surprising there. But nonetheless, um, yeah, Colorado's defense, they gave up a lot of points. I wouldn't say it's only- bad, though, because that – Last play it was very big for defense. Yeah. I mean, if they don't do that, they don't execute on defense. When that time comes, then it could be a whole different game changer. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Andy Harris points out, gave up 541 yards to an offense with three returning starters. Um, and yeah, again, I think that's kind of what we talked about. We just don't know yet. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know it's only three returning starters, but we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, and again, I'm, I'm I'm just happy that uh, this is going to be a huge rivalry. Did you guys catch Dion's comments and uh, Sanders <laughs> kind of talking about just getting yeah. into the environment? I thought it, I thought some of those comments were kind of taken out of context, like his shots towards us. But I think it was kind of them just embracing the rivalry, which you like. That's what I, I, I like to see that. And I mean, this is going to be an even bigger game because obviously Nebraska, we haven't been embracing that rivalry. And oh yeah, I'm sure Coach Rule has been embracing it and seeing that they're doing the same not overlooking us that's i feel like it's a big deal and i'm really excited for the game just even more now yeah it'd almost be more disrespectful if they're like what rivalry you know right. is that, exactly. is that really what that's, you want that's what you don't want them to say at least they put some recognition on it you know yeah like at least like they give you some props but like in like a cruel way because like they're the enemy <laughs> obviously like they're not gonna give you the full props that that you deserve but you gotta earn that at the end of the day yeah and again um you know that's just one where you're gonna have two first year head coaches just kind of crazy uh the biggest thing is just the totally opposite directions Dion says let me get you know over 80 new guys from the transfer or excuse me 60 guys 
from the portal. Um, and then it's just some new guys overall that have barely anyone returning. And you go to a guy like Matt Rule, and he seems like a two to three year guy. You know, it's it's never in his idea that I think ever flipped this thing around in one year. So again, if you guys want to join the show, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951, we do have the Royals on the FM airwaves. So again, streaming only, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. You can also chime in on the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. So I kind of want to switch it up here, and I want do want to talk about the FIBA World Cup. Um, the USA, they did beat Italy today. No surprise there. Uh, but there's a guy in particular I want to talk to about, and he just, for whatever reason, during these games, he hasn't really stuck out. And I'm kind of curious if you guys have reasons why. Brandon Ingram, you know, consistently has... It's not that he's, like, having bad shooting numbers, really bad splits. He's just not really making much... Uh, of an impact at all on the roster that you kind of think he'd take a more veteran role. So again, I don't, are you guys seeing it's Brandon Ingram's just not as talented as some of the other younger guys on that team, or is it just kind of the system they're in? I think it's definitely more of the system because you look at him, he was, I mean, he wasn't special on the Lakers. I think he kind of disappointed mm -hmm. people those first few years in the league. Yeah. And uh, then he gets to new Orleans, which is a fresh start. I mean, they're really, they were a really young team and he could kind of be that focal point. And he's back to a team where he's just not that. And the system isn't really built for guys to just do ISO, which he's obviously a lead at. And I, I don't have any concerns about his game or anything. I just think it's the way the system is built. He's just getting used to that new role and he's struggling with it, which happens. Yeah, and you kind of say yourself, I'm not sure how many mid-range plays are drawn up for Brandon Ingram. Yeah. on that roster right that's kind of his bread and butter um that iso player and uh, a team like that especially when you're playing those foreign teams yeah you're, you're not necessarily going to go with your iso plays but jeff do you have anything to add to that i mean especially with having like steve kerr as a coach like it's gonna be hard to get ISO <laughs> yeah, that's a good anyway. point. uh but like sam said yeah he's just having a hard time adjusting to his role and like with all the young guys stepping up and like having like incredible talent right now like they're obviously the focal point that what's going on but i would say he's just adapting trying mm -hmm. to adapt but it's having a hard time taking a longer process than it has to. Yeah. And I think we talked about him before, you know, I've said it that he's one of those players that to me, seems like he's just going to peak at a weird age. He's not gonna be one of those guys that peaks around the 27, 28, like everyone else. He, he gives me that like DeMar DeRozan kind of vibe. Like he's just kind of got a fine craft that the older he gets, it's only going to get better. Um, and there's one other guy I want to ask you about today, not for any reasons today, his stats were, you know, okay. Only three, three and three. Um, but again, we kind of talked about the different roles on that team. Anthony Edwards, I'm trying to figure out this guy's ceiling. It, when I watch him, and again, today he didn't go off, but he's had plenty of games in the past where he's just really taking over that roster. What is your guys' ceiling on Anthony Edwards? I, I think, are you saying for this season or just in Yeah, this career? upcoming season. Um, Career-wise, I want to ask you to look that far ahead. Well, I just want to say career-wise, he's definitely an MVP ceiling. No question about it. Okay, so you are willing to go that far. Uh, This season... I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the top five. I don't see him winning, but uh, I definitely could see him being a candidate this year. I mean, mm -hmm. like I said, a lot of guys come in after having really good seasons with their uh, like uh, home team, their home country's team, and they play with a ton of confidence coming back to the league. And he's you've seen his confidence go up. He had, what, do you have a 40-point game? Was it the play-in or playoffs this year? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I want to say that was the play-in. Play-in, yeah. yeah. And you could see his confidence building last year, and he's just got so much talent and athleticism that he's going to be definitely be a force to be reckoned with. I can see him being an all star mm -hmm. potentially this year. Was if, he? Was he? Not next year. Yep. 
Last year, I'm pretty sure he he should have been named if he wasn't. Let me double check. But I'm pretty sure last year he's already got Actually, one under yeah, the belt. You might, you, I, think I think he was an all star. Right. So yeah, he's already he scratched. So he's already he's 100. Yeah, he's, he's already got that. He's already got But I could see him being like kind of like a Dwayne Wade, but like it's gonna be hard with that system with it revolving kind of around Cat and like Rudy Gobert with like the big 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 kind of lineup. So I would say like they're gonna have to like start and like form like a team around him and like. If they want to win, I guess, like, get a team that fits his play style because I don't think Cat and Rudy Gobert will fit his play style. I think you give yeah. Ant the reins this year. Yeah. Because Cat has not done enough in no. terms of winning for me to see him as, like, that number one guy on your team. I think he'd be a great number two with Anthony Edwards. And give Ant the reins this year and just honestly see what happens because they run good stuff. I like what their coach does, but – uh. I think you make him the number one option, and he's gonna just really shine. As a fan, I hope he's the number one option. I, I don't really want to see the Carl Anthony Towns experiment, Rudy Gobert experiment. I mean, obviously, Rudy—he's just a guy that's gonna have to figure it out. That that whole lineup—I've I've always hated that trade for the Timberwolves in general. Um, but nonetheless, we do have a guest coming in here. You know what? Now would actually be probably a perfect time. For break for all those watching on the stream i'll just take your guesses now on who our guest may be but we'll go ahead and throw it to break this is the walk on weekly i'm harrison we got sam and jeff hosting across the table we'll catch you guys after the break